This is episode number five of Biotech Insiders from the Pennsylvania Biotechnology Center, or PABC. I have with me Lou Casa, CEO of the PABC, and Maria Middleberg, Vice President of Procurement with Serologics, a longtime member company here at the center. Lou. Maria, welcome to Biotech Insiders. It's great to have you here. You've been such a prominent member of the PABC. Um, I'd love to know, and for our listeners, you know how you arrived here, why the Pennsylvania Biotechnology Center, and maybe you could explain a little bit about what Serologics does. Well, thank you very much for inviting me, and it's a pleasure to speak to both of you and to share this information. Um, I was on a waiting list forever to get into the biotech center. I was renting space in the Buckingham and Doylestown area, procuring materials for my projects and not having shipping and receiving and dry ice and looking for material that I needed to do business on my own and knew that the biotech center would be a great hub. Um, you call it an innovation hub, but it's more than that. It is a business center where um, you've heard me say this in the past. It's like a smartphone with a bunch of apps in it. <laughs> and it gives you the opportunity to um, pick and choose what you need and have um uh, a wealth of resources available to you. So I found my way here. Um, I heard about the biotech center in the community and through other um, biotech companies and knew that this was a reasonable place based on where I live and how far I wanted to commute and all the resources that you had for me here. So uh, as things became available and as my business grew, we grew into additional space. So it's been flexible and uh, I think a real asset for our company. And um, what Serologics does, our core mission is to find serologically, clinically defined material for researchers and diagnostic companies so that they can move forward with their projects. Um, we work with hospitals and physicians and laboratories throughout the region. We acquire material that has been uh, tested at the laboratories using FDA approved test kits. Uh, patients who have been diagnosed by physicians uh, tissue that has been evaluated by pathologists, and we uh, work to match this material up with various companies globally, and we try to do it in a ethically sourced manner. So we have an IRB, and um, I think it's a win-win for the hospitals and the laboratories because they have material that either is expiring or material they've tested that now becomes valuable rather than just discarding it and having no further use for it. That's fascinating, Maria. Um, and I I know your background is fascinating too. Tell us a little bit about your experience and your background um, before Serologics, please. 
I come from a hospital administration background. I was at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital for 11 years and then at, worked for um, the Hahnemann Health System, which was then purchased by Allegheny Health for uh, 10 years. So I spent 21 years in hospital administration being, uh, had the responsibility for many, many, many different departments at various hospitals. And also had a, um, at the end of my hospital administration career, had a regional position where I took a look at uh, revenue streams for hospitals in, uh, in a region. Um, so that there could be some supplemental income utilizing the services that we had and departments that we had in the hospital, but providing them in the community. Part of that meant that we worked with purchasing practices, purchasing nursing facilities. Um, so we, um, it was a very interesting, toward the end of the career, rather than being a cost center focused um, my responsibilities were less cost center focused and became more entrepreneurial. So then I realized there was a need to provide mobile services, uh, technical services to the community. So I approached Independence Blue Cross, got a contract and started a business called Professional Technicians and ran that business for 13 years, sold it in 2012 and then decided that it was exhausting because it was a 24 seven business and that I was gonna go into research. So I had a little more flexibility with my schedule. Oh, that's great, Maria. Um, you know, a big part of our model is co-collaboration between companies. Uh, when the pandemic hit in 2020, it seemed like you guys were partnering with everybody. Uh, how's the PABC model helped your company? As I mentioned before, it gave us the opportunity to pivot. And um, I think one thing that people don't realize when they start a business is that you have an idea of what you want to do, but you need to respond to the needs of your customers. You need to respond to the needs of the community. You need to respond to the needs of the, of the medical community. And that may mean that you need to take a different perspective. So when the pandemic hit, um, there were opportunities for people who were willing to stop what they usually do and say, hey, I'm gonna jump in feet first. We're going to work together to figure this out. And so being in a flexible, uh, environment where the facilities lent itself to us doing things, we were able to, in real time, uh, acquire materials, bring them into the center. The center was open for us to do business, which was a big thing. So many people were working from home, but yet it gave us an opportunity to work in real time here. Um, I remember there were days where we had new swab test kits that we had to test and people were driving up 
in the parking lot so that we could do the evaluation. And, um, you know, it that couldn't happen in any other environment because you're able to pivot as well as I was able to pivot. That's pretty fascinating. It was an interesting time for everybody here. And serologics was clearly in a leadership position during during the pandemic. Um, what advice, you sort of became an entrepreneur mid-career. What advice would you give a young entrepreneur just getting started? Um, it's It's hard. It's hard running a company and doing something that you have established as a goal for yourself to do. I think that if I had to tell someone something that was really important, that was that a corporation is an entity that is separate from you as an individual and your ego has no place. That's interesting. That, that's uh, great advice and uh, something I, I really strongly believe in also. Um, one more question, Maria. And, and again, thank you for joining us today. Uh, looking ahead, uh, what are some of the serologic goals for the next few years? Well, every every year we take a look at what we're doing. And I always have a goal to add one more major global market player and then several smaller market players. <laughs> Well, good luck. Um, you know, we hope uh, the wonderful relationship between the PABC and Serologics continues for a lot of years. Um, you know, it's your company's such a valued member of the organization and you're such a great presence here. Thanks for talking with us, Maria. We appreciate it. We'll be seeing you around the PABC. Thanks. Take care. Bye. This episode of Biotech Insiders is sponsored by Pofabro Communications. Here's some good news for startups. It's never been easier or more affordable to engage with clinical colleagues, investors, and prospects at critical stages in your development. Pofabro Communications can help you deploy a best-in-class CRM and marketing automation platform customized for your growing business. To learn more and book a free consultation, go to pofabro.com insiders. That's pofabro.com slash insiders. You can also find the link in the show notes. In our next segment, Montana McLorum talks with our colleague, Dr. Scott Willett, about some of our academic programs here at the PABC and his work as a scientist developing a startup company. Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Montana, it's always great to see you. So let me make sure I got this correct. Um, you're director of academic affairs at the Bloomberg Institute. Yep. You're a scientist and you're running a startup company. So can you tell me how do you do it? Well, the office, they gave me a great big office and it came with three hats. So I <laughs> wrote them all. And why not? Um, it's kind of an interesting story about how this came to be. It, it mm -hmm. all started with meeting Tim. Of course, Tim's kind of the animating force of, yes. of, of this place. So I had some conversations with Tim and I said, hey, you know, Tim, I've got some equipment to donate for my last company. Would you like that? He said, yeah, I would like that. And I said, and I'm, I'm working on this idea. I've got this idea for a company. So I laid that out to him and he said, wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, we should see what we can do about that. And then as the conversation progressed, he said, 
you know, it turns out that we need somebody to run our academic programs. And so he kind of struck a deal with me. He said, hey, if you'd like to run the academic programs, then I'm sure we can figure out a way to get your company going here. And I thought, well, that's just perfect. So it's kind of a case of I came uh, to visit with Tim and I just never left. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and what you were doing before you joined the Bloomberg Institute? Uh, well, I guess the the long and the short of it is I'm a lifelong biotech guy. So I, I got a chemical engineering degree out of the University of Michigan back in 85 and found myself uh, moving out to San Francisco because I had some buddies out there. And this biotech industry was kind of just getting going. So I got involved in that thinking, wow, this biotech thing sounds pretty neat. And I've been in biotech ever since then. I went back to get my PhD up at UCSF, and I spent my whole career really in biopharmaceutical companies developing processes to make recombinant proteins as drugs. So I'm a lifelong large molecule protein, classic protein biotech guy. Very impressive. Um, Okay, so let's dive in on the education programs here at the Bloomberg Institute. Um, I know there's quite a few. Can you just touch base on each of them? Sure. Well, why don't I, um, and there have been quite quite a few programs in the past. Right now, we have kind of three major programs that are uh, up and running that I'm directly involved in anyway. So the first is uh, pr- probably our, our big flagship program, and that's our collaboration with CBSD, the, the Central Box School District. And for that, that's a high school program uh, where CBSD will pull together juniors and seniors from their um, three high schools, South, East, and West, and bring them here to the center every afternoon of the weekday to take their AP Chem class, and then also to participate in internship projects with a variety of labs around the center. So a few companies and a couple of Blumberg labs, and then we have a, a, a spot called the Teaching Lab that I run that takes the balance of the students. So that's one program. And it's fantastic, too. These kids are such high-performing kids. It's really such a pleasure to work with. Then we also have a college internship program that runs for 10 weeks in the summer. And that's a, uh, that's available nationally. So if you're a college kid anywhere in the States from a rising freshman through a senior, you can apply to this internship program. And we'll take, uh, say, three to five each summer. Uh, and if companies want to bring some in, we kind of generally have about five to 10 of these college kids here every summer where they work in the labs and they run a particular project, depending on what that lab is interested in. That's a really neat program, too, because these kids really get a, a, a good view of what it's like to do this for a career. Then the third one uh, is really a neat program. And my colleague, uh, Pat Romano, Dr. Pat Romano, runs that one. And it's, a, it's totally his vision. It's a two-week summer camp for high school kids in the Pennsylvania region, um, where he takes, I don't know, about two dozen kids every summer, and he runs them through uh, a set of experiments and a set of lectures and meetings for two weeks, uh, mornings for uh, 10 days. And they, they go through a really neat project where they get to play with some DNA and they get to make a protein. And it's a real world example of something that is really uh, important in the world of hepatitis diagnosis uh, or hepatitis viral viral infection diagnosis and liver cancer. Um, so those are the three uh, primary programs that we got going on. And then there's, there's other programs I won't touch on now. 
I am always so impressed with what these kids are working on, especially at their age. It's just amazing. Um, what do you enjoy most about mentoring them? Uh, well, it's just time with the kids. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm almost 61, so I'm getting to be, you know, a little long in the tooth here. So my energy levels uh, don't quite match sometimes, but these kids are energetic and it's such a joy to be with them every day. They, they come in and they're unbiased and unjaded and they're not cynical. They'll learn anything and they'll, they'll attempt anything and they have big visions for themselves and their lives and their careers. And it's just such a pleasure and a real privilege to be able to kind of mentor them and to share what I've learned in my 30 plus years in the industry. Let's see, that's my favorite part. So I have one final question for you. Could you please give our listeners one word of advice? Well, I'd say, first of all, come on in, the water's fine. Um, a life doing science has been probably one of the greatest joys for me. Um, and my word of advice to these kids is don't give up. Um, keep trying and keep pursuing your dreams. Find what you are passionate about learning and go and do that. If it happens to be science, um, all the better from my point of view. Uh, but just keep at it. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me today. It was great and very insightful to hear your feedback on working with the kids daily and how much these programs are impacting them. Montana, it was wonderful to spend a few minutes with you. And thank you so much for including me in your podcast. That's it for this episode. Please let us know if you have questions, comments, or suggestions about our podcast. The PABC and its sister organizations, the Hepatitis B Foundation and Blumberg Institute, are all nonprofit organizations. We're always looking to connect with people who might choose to support our research public health and academic programs. For more, please visit our website, pabiotechbc.org. I'm Ed Tate. Thanks for listening.